welcome to the In Systems We Trust podcast with Mark E. Murray. You're listening to season two. In Systems We Trust dives into all things systems and processes and interviews the professionals who are using them to change the landscape of their organizations every day. This podcast is fueled by Ditto, a team that is on a mission to eliminate team burnout by implementing systems and processes that streamline your business's growth. Are you ready for more clarity? Here we go. Welcome to another episode of In Systems We Trust. My name is Marquis. I'm your host. And today I'm talking with Josh Little. Josh is a teacher turned serial tech entrepreneur with quite a track record. As an entrepreneur, he made his first 100000 in the first week, his first million in the first year, and had two multi-million dollar exits in the first five years. The products he's created have now been used by hundreds of millions of people, and he's currently on a mission to provide the world with a faster and more flexible way to communicate face-to-face with his latest product, Volley, a video messaging app. Josh, welcome to the show. Oh, awesome. Thanks for the intro. Um, I'm so glad to be here, Marky. Yeah, likewise. I'm, I'm glad to have you here. I'm super excited to dive in and learn all about what you've been up to. But first question is like, what's your background? I want to hear about these these exits. What are some of these products you've developed that we we may know about? And like, I'd love to know more about that. Sure. Well, I'm kind of a reluctant entrepreneur. I started as a teacher, um, taught high school in, in Michigan, but I knew pretty much right away that wasn't my thing. Um, and uh, tougher year and then tried to figure out what on earth could someone with this skill set do for the world. Um, and I found out sales and had a successful career uh, in sales at three Fortune 500 companies. Um, and it was really scratching my own itch um, that I started my first company, which was Maestro. Um, and I was trying to build an e-learning program for Stryker, which is a medical device company. And um, it was so hard. I, I couldn't believe that there wasn't a company that could like just pull it all together for me. I was working with five different vendors and I was like, there should just be a company that does this. So I left and I started that company and turns out everyone else in the industry felt the same way. So we had the who's who of medical device and pharma clients um, within the first few years. And, and today Maestro builds e-learning programs for companies like Netflix and Microsoft and, and whatever. Um, but along the way with Maestro, even though we were creating these um, beautiful e-learning and training programs, only 10% of what you need to know to do your job, do you actually learn from quotes training? The, the, the other 90% is all just like unstructured social learning for that text that this person sent, the conversation we had around the water cooler, the video that the, this person created. Um, and, there's no way to organize that. So I created a platform called Bloomfire. This is my first uh, software company um, to do that, a social learning platform. And um, uh, we we launched, this is early, like the year after Twitter launched, um, like South by Southwest. Um, so we were super early, like, hey, let's be social at work and share knowledge with each other. And there were some pioneering people who were like, yes, this is it. But a lot of people just weren't ready for that. It was kind of a wild idea in 2009. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we got enough momentum. Uh, the company was acquired in 18 months. Um, and um, Maestro also, um, my co-founder, she bought me out of Maestro around the same time, actually. So then I thought I was retired. I thought I was done, but then got bored and came back to build a company called Quizzer, uh, which was actually a quiz tool we built for teachers and for trainers. Um, but then 
publishers started embed- embedding these quizzes in their website as a way to like engage their their audience and it just blew up and other publishers saw what they were doing and this is kind of 2012 2013 when there was when you'd go on like social media and pretty much every other post was like a, which Harry Potter character am I quiz. So yeah. we were part of that craze. And, and if, if, you, if you, it, yeah, Buzzfeed, yeah. everyone wanted to do what Buzzfeed was doing at the time. And that's yeah. why they found quizzer and they were like, Oh, let, let's be like Buzzfeed. And yeah, Buzzfeed has a, an engineering team that like built that functionality. So we, we gave that to people out of the box. So yeah, hundreds of millions of users. The company blew up. Um, uh, like it, it was fun, a fun ride. Uh, stepped away in 2016, thought I was done again, took four years this time. Um, mm. and really tried to figure out, you know, what, what's my magnum opus? What, a what does the world really need? And it was kind of, um, technology, uh, coming to, to, to a point where we could do this video messaging thing, falling in love with tools like Snapchat and Marco Polo, uh, with my, my, um, you know, thinking about the problem, how to get the right information to the people in the right time, you know, very much what I was solving with Bloomfire. And then the pandemic hits, it was like three waves that came together for me that were like, ah, I know what the world needs a better way to communicate. Um, and I bet you a bunch of teams are going to need this at work very soon. Um, because this was like the first month of the pandemic. So that's when got the gang together and it was like, the name is volley and it's, you know, video messaging for work. And that's where we started. Uh, but since, uh, we realized that there's actually some more starving audiences that were ready for this product, which were like YouTube creators who are using it for membership communities or coaches who are using it for both their one-to-one coaching and group coaching. And they're outrunning teams using volley right now. So that's where we're paying a little more attention, kind of like quizzer, you know, we built the tool for one crowd, got traction, but then another crowd took it sort of the same stories repeating itself. So that's, that's the, the fun we're having with Volley right now. Incredible. And, you know, when you mentioned it, it kind of brought back something when you mentioned Quizzer. Uh, I, I feel like I was a subscriber at one point or time because I, oh, I got you? into, you know, wanting to build those quizzes. So we've done business at some point. We have. Hey, thank you. Thank it's you. Incredible. Here we are. Um, and, and, and usually when you hear the term, you know, serial entrepreneur, you know, it, it's typically, you know, someone who has, you know, tried and failed or iterated. But that wasn't mm-hmm. your that, that wasn't your situation. That wasn't the case for you. And so my, my my question is, you know, what do you feel ultimately led to your success in, in any of those those businesses? Well, uh, I'll let me just respond to the previous comment. There, there, you could sure. probably find some LLCs in Utah and Michigan that have my name on them that I don't talk about. Uh, so, so mm. those, those just never got off the ground. Um, so, okay. just to be honest, like you know, I've there, there's been a lot of attempts. I just didn't spend an, a ton of time on them once I saw they weren't getting traction. Got it. So what has made that work? Uh, man, I don't know. How long do you have? Is this therapy? Can you help pull that out of me? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good we question. We should have a segment. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Maybe you could help. Uh, I could lay down and you could, you could help figure this out. <laughs> there, there's something in me that just has the ability to will something to work if I want it to work. And that has been with me, you know, since I was a kid and, you know, I was a singer or whatever it was that I was, I was into, like if I was really into it, I could, I can make it happen. And so, uh, I think other entrepreneurs, investors who've backed me would say, you know, I, I do have 
kind of a special ability to cast an infectious vision and then recruit a a team that I shouldn't be able to work with. Like they shouldn't want to work with me. And that's part of the recipe. And then there's just a lot of principles of like being brave enough to try and, you know, not afraid to move the boat and um, and a number of other things like do what you say you're going to do or say something else. Um, These are kind of principles I I try to live by, try to build teams around cultures. uh, We we try to, um, you know, infuse or, or, ideals we try to infuse into our culture. And I think some of those are are part of the recipe, but a lot of it, just like any entrepreneur, if they don't say, is just luck. It's the right idea at the right time. And that's why I said, you know, there, there you could find some LLCs, but they, they have my name on them, but they just weren't the right idea with the right team at the right time. And you kind of know those things quickly. And it's like, no, let's, let's do something that can actually work. Right. And that takes a special skill, right? To see yeah. a, a need fill that need. And if it's not something that needs to be addressed or worked on at the moment, then you, then you pivot and move on to the next thing. So, um, that's what I'm hearing. That's what I'm getting out of what you just said. But I mean, yeah, congrats to you on the success you have had and, you know, the ability to, to walk away from things that weren't working so well and, and continue moving on. Um, I'd love to know why, why volley? Why not, why not zoom? I know you're focused on, you know, education, coaching, you know, community, why not, you know, thinkific video, why not Slack video, why not circles? Um, There are a lot of other platforms out there, but why do you feel Volley is the one that's going to take the market and really make an impact? Well, good question. Let let me kind of gather up those platforms you talked about. You talked about Zoom, you talked about Slack, and all of those video products, they're synchronous, just like this call. We're on at the same time. You're listening to me talk. I'm listening to you talk at the same time. Um, And then platforms like Slack or like Circle that you mentioned are also asynchronous. And if we look at pretty much all communication, all platforms, the history of communication has either been synchronous, written, typed, or or, sorry, asynchronous, (laughs) written and typed, or synchronous, Um, talking. So talking historically has meant we're either on a Zoom or some other platform or in a room together. Asynchronous means we're, we're text, and I'm talking text, email, chat, um, Slack um, is asynchronous, meaning mm-hmm. you write a message now, I read the message later. But the problem right. is either of those have their downsides. When we choose to write a message to someone, an email, a Slack message, a text, we're choosing to do something we're seven times slower at. Like we have this amazing ability to talk and we're, and and we can talk fast and we can understand speech sped up two to three times faster than we can even talk. And with that, um, we're not just sharing the 7% of our message, which is just the words that we speak, which text carries. We're also using our tone of voice and our body language another 38% tone of voice, another 55% to, to make up the full picture of, of our message. Um, it's not just what we say, but how we say it that matters. And I know we all believe that's true. And the classic example mm-hmm. is we need to talk. Like if you get that text, uh, oh no. But if I say, we need to talk, man, you just know, like I've got something, it's good and and when we talk, it's going to be amazing, right? And there's no mistaking right. that. And so mm-hmm. that's the power of, of the synchronicity of talking, getting in a room. But there's downsides to that. We, In order to get on this riverside together, we, we've got to 
we've got to drop what we're doing. Uh, we've got to think in our morning, like, oh, I've got I've got something with Marquee at 10 a.m. And then we've got to get in the right place. We've got to deal with technical difficulties. Is this camera? Is this, can I hear you? You're, you know, and, and that's mm. like every everything. And then there's just the bad behavior of meetings that, you know, the people that talk too much, the meandering of the conversation, the sponge of a meeting. Do you ever wonder why magically meetings take 30 minutes if we give them 30 minutes or 60 minutes? Are we just that good at guessing how long it will take us to talk about something? No, we're not oh, that good. Man. It's Parkinson's law that that the the task will will fill the time that you allot to it. Meetings are absolute sponges. Yeah. So you put mm-hmm. you put 60 minutes on the calendar, magically we're wrapping up at 57 minutes. Um, and we're off in 60 or maybe it goes over. Um, so there's just, there's a lot of downside to synchronicity. There's a lot of downside, um, to asynchronicity, um, because we have to write mm-hmm. volley pulls the two together, um, where you can share a video message that has all of the context, all of the empathy, uh, every mm-hmm. bit of, uh, and, and you're also speaking, which is seven times faster, but you're doing it asynchronous. So in volley, we take turns just like any other conversation, except you record your turn with a video, but that could also be, uh, a voice message that could also be a screen recording, a file, a document, an image, whatever you need to, sh- to share your message and others can respond on their own time. And that might be, you know, like 90% of text messages read in six seconds in certain teams or communities that may be true in volley too, but it doesn't have to be the conversation kind of dictates the urgency. If this is something, you know, we can like, volley around you know, today and maybe I'll send you a volley tomorrow or like we're volleying back and forth throughout the day, kind of like we are with our team. And the beauty mm-hmm. of pulling those two together, the richness of talking, the flexibility of texting is now I have all of these superpowers. I can listen to you on 2X. I can skip back and have total recall of the conversation. I can, I can listen to you two or three times and then I can stop and think before I respond and educational research shows we, you know, we're going to come up with a fundamentally better response if, if we can wait for even just three seconds. Um, but synchronous conversation dictates a 200 millisecond gap. You're thinking about your next question right now while I'm talking, you don't know when this guy's (laughs) going to stop talking because it seems like he's been talking for a while. Right. But he could just stop talking. And that 600 milliseconds, that was an awkwardly long pause in a conversation. And so all of this, all of this stuff about synchronicity that we don't understand goes away with Volley. You, you, you've got all of these superpowers and we think we're, we've invented it. a better conversation, a better form of a conversation. It's not for everything. You shouldn't fire someone on Volley. You shouldn't like have therapy or talk about like emotionally charged subjects on Volley, but pretty much everything else is better on Volley. So that's okay. the big idea on why Volley. Is that good enough? I love I love it, and you you just stopped talking. Thank you so much, <laughs> and, and I and I have another question queued up. No, I, I love okay. that. I love the overview. Yeah. So, could you do a live meeting if you wanted to in Volley as well, or is it all, um, you know, kind of what you just described? Not on Volley at this point. We're really okay. trying to nail asynchronous conversation. Um, and and I think maybe someday there will be live. There's already a bunch of other platforms that do live or or synchronous Mm -hmm. well. Um, and you, you can totally use those. You can drop a link in volley to, to any of those at this point. So, um, but it's a big task. I mean, volley is a magic trick to do what we're doing to make it feel like you're, 
I mean, upload a video to YouTube, you know, like the biggest video yeah. platform. How long does that take to process? It takes yeah. minutes, sometimes an hour, depending on the video. Volley, it's magically uploaded second right after there. you stop, right? And how did that happen? Well, we're, we're, we're chunking it up in four second segments and uploading it and processing it on the fly and all these little magic tricks. And then somebody, you know, one, one out of a thousand volleys are like, this one failed. We're like, oh my gosh, if you knew what was happening behind the scenes, you would think this is a miracle. Um, but yeah. but it, it's a fun technical feat um, and proud that we've been able to, to make it happen. That's so funny. That reminds me of a Louis C.K. joke a long time ago where people get impatient over how long a text message takes to yeah. be sent or received. And then he's like, are you kidding me? This thing's got to go up to space, hit a telescope, <laughs> and then come back. Like, give it a minute. But yeah, right. yeah, definitely so so true. Um, and so with this and what I'm hearing and understanding, I, I love the concept of, of the platform and can't wait to, to test it out. But like in Asana, we have video recordings now where like in task or in um, a comment, you can record a quick video. It syncs to Vimeo and it stays within that space. At Ditto, yep. we use Loom quite a bit. We'll drop a link yep. inside of Asana, our PM tool, or we'll drop it inside of Slack. You know, listeners will be familiar with something like Voxer. So you're really taking like all of these tools that are already available and putting them in a space where it's video based. You've got a great mobile app from what I've seen, right? Talk mm -hmm. about some of the other features of the platform because it feels like you're bringing a lot of the best worlds of, you know, different platforms together. You have a text option as well. Um, so, so talk about some of the other features of the platform and, you know, what, yeah. where you're bridging the gap there. Yeah, uh, great question. Sounds like you're familiar with uh, yeah all of the similar tools or the tools we get compared to, like Loom or Asana or Vidyard. Like all of these say mm -hmm. that they're video messaging apps, but really they're video message apps. Meaning, I can send a video to you, you can view it and maybe comment mm -hmm. on it, right? But it, it's not a conversation. I can't send you a video message back. Well, I can go get the tool and then send you a link to a video message. But Volley is very much video messaging. So more similar to Voxer, which you mentioned, Voxer's audio primarily. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And they were a great pioneer um, in this space, this walkie-talkie style app. Um, and then there's others like Marco Polo, great pioneer, you know, that yeah. added video to that. Um, now, combine that idea with kind of the structure and organization and the power of something like Slack or Discord, now you've got something pretty interesting where you can create a mm. space where you can invite people. They can all find and talk with each other in that space and create channels uh, which are open and discoverable conversations. And we can video message back and forth and have a threaded themed conversation about topics in in next week actually have sub threads of those um so it's kind of like taking the the power of of the that video messaging um app and pulling that together with some of the other functionality and then adding in just knowing that you know like like i said earlier we give you the full tool belt to communicate your message it's not just a video message, even though, like I think last week, it was like 55% of volleys sent were, were videos um, because mm. that's the power, that's the, the value prop of the product. Um, like there's a million chat apps out there where you can, you know, type your face off or you know, with these thumbs uh, slowly at someone. Yeah. Um, but there's very few that you can actually 
video message powerfully in a way that feels as real time as, as text. Um, and so that's one way we've described it is it's like video texting. Um, and for some reason people get that, but that's not a thing. So, uh, I'm glad they get it though. Uh, but yeah, that, those are some of the, the channels, the spaces, the admin functionality, the full tool belt to share your message, the theme conversations. And so that's why I think um, these these uh, creators and consultants and coaches have found Volley valuable for their, their communities, their masterminds, and their group coaching because there's really nothing else that, that does that well. Um, and we've got mm. spaces with hundreds and thousands of people in them, and it... it you, it, you feel like it could, it might be chaos, but it actually isn't. It feels kind of nice. Some of them get pretty busy uh, when there's an exciting conversation, but you know, some people have just called that something like asynchronous clubhouse, where you you don't have to be there Got when it. the magic moment happens. You you can catch up to it later, or tomorrow, whenever. Perfect. Um, th- that made me think actually, and so with the. Uh the platform. I know your, your segment is like coaches and, you know, people in education and I get it. I understand that. Yep. Is this a tool for teams in business? Is this a many to many kind of space or is it more, does it work better when it's a one to many space and a coaching client is asking a question and then the coach can respond to the larger community? It's an awesome question. I, um, I thought it would be for teams more than it actually is. Uh, we've, yeah, we have thousands okay. of teams using Volley, and that's what we came out of the gate with. Because on paper, it seems like a team should be like tripping over themselves to need this. Um, you, the remote, loneliness is at an all-time high. Lack of communication is an all-time high. I'm, I'm talking about remote teams here, right? And I'm saying that just because sure. a lot of us went remote during the pandemic. However, um, it... it you can hide behind a Slack message. You can think about it for 10 minutes before you send it. You can get your bullet point right. You can get your emoji in the perfect spot, right? And you can leave your camera off on Zoom. You can wait for your like opportune time to poke up in a meeting or after the meeting, right? You can hide at work. And these products I'm talking about have ridiculously strong network effects, right? Um, but in Volley because of what it is, it's video messaging product. And it's kind of video first. There's a camera. It's pointed at your face. There's a record button below that. And when you hit record, you're on, you're on, you better have something to say. And if you don't, it's intimidating. Um, and so I'm bummed that it, it, it was the, the team use case was not as reproducible as I want. Like, yeah, there are bunches of teams using it, but we just saw the problem over and over and over of, like these Zeds who are just like people who have never made a video of themselves in their whole life. I'm seeing them like, cause we have conversation, we have a conversation with each of our users. And so I'll, I'll see someone and I just know this is the first video they've ever recorded of themselves. They've, they've made a lot of videos of other people. Um, but even though there are tools like Snapchat and Marco Polo and others, I can't believe how many people are actually making a video of themselves for the first time in their life. Um, right. And so one part of me is like, oh, that's intimidating. Uh, there's a lot of education to do. The other part of me is like, oh, that's exciting because this is a big opportunity to kind of make it feel easy, make it feel light, make it feel culturally accepted. Let us drop our obsession about image um, and, you know, like having my perfect Zoom, like this this leather chair right here, this light that's behind that plant that looks pretty cool. Like 
you have to drop all of that in volley for the better because it's a more authentic, it's a more raw and real way to communicate. So we like that we're championing that, but it is kind of a hard sell when, when, when showing up and being seen is a high risk yeah. behavior at work still, unfortunately. Hey everyone, it's me, Marquis. I just wanted to take a minute to tell you a bit more about Ditto. If you've been listening to In Systems We Trust for a while, you've heard firsthand accounts of how systems and workflows change the landscape of work for businesses and leaders across the globe. Ever felt like there just aren't enough hours in the day? Is your startup starting to grow and scale and you're wondering how your systems will scale with it? Maybe you're part of a widespread multi-level corporation that needs to update and overhaul its standard operating procedures. Well, if you can relate, Ditto can help. Eliminate team burnout, keep your best talent, and have a clear system in place to help you and your business achieve your goals. Visit thinkditto.com to learn more. No, it absolutely makes sense. I'm, I'm going to run a use case by you in a second, but I think that's why like Snapchat or TikTok or stories on any platform has been so successful. It's because it's raw. It's behind the scenes. You you yep. know, you can't hide, like you said. And yeah. so I'm going to run something by you this morning. I sent out a message to our leadership team and um, it, would, it was probably received as a very strongly worded communication. This is just in Slack, like 9 a.m. when they're first getting on. And, you know, with something like this, I feel like, would this have been received better if I if I did a video? If I was on Volley and I said, hey, everyone, I got something I want to say, you know, they can see my body language. They can hear the tone of my voice. They can feel mm -hmm. the intention behind the words that I'm putting out. And so maybe it's not for the broader team, but I think there are use cases. And that's maybe something I'm going to explore, you know, when it comes yeah. to how to use the app. Does that make sense? Like, do, do you see it being used in, in cases like that? Yeah. And then I have a part yeah, we, two after yeah. we, okay. We, we do. We actually see like, we weren't able to get the whole team on because of Z number one, two, and three, but we as a leadership team are using it and it's magic because we just don't have time to really catch up or share thoughts as we have it. So we've seen like sub groups within teams using it, which is pretty cool. And, and they're very stable, um, using the product regularly. And the reality is for volley to do what you want it to do is like increase connection, help you communicate better and faster and reduce meetings. It can do that, but you have to be willing to use Volley as your daily driver. Like you have to replace Slack with it. If Volley is okay. a hobby car sitting in the garage that you get out once a month and drive, yeah, it, it can be fun to drive that car, but it's not really going to do what you really want. It's not going to deliver those goods. Um, so, okay. so Yeah. Yes, to that use case. Okay, awesome. And my, my part two, and you've actually just answered one of my big questions, is like the, the UI looks very familiar, right? It looks mm -hmm. like Slack a little bit. It looks like Discord. Um, my, my first question is like, is that intentional? Probably. But for me, I know that with all the different channels that are open inside of Slack, we have client-facing channels, we have internal, we have leadership, we have finance, everything is everywhere. I have my list of starred channels because I can't be drilling down into each of the, the different spaces, but mm -hmm. I, I can't find anything in Slack these days without searching it. I search for everything. Earlier, yeah. you mentioned that your tool is discoverable. Did you mean search by that? And, and how do you um, catalog all these videos that are being added to the platform? Are you using alt tags? Is it picking up on, you know, speech patterns? And is there a transcript that is hidden in the meta somewhere that you can search? Ooh, yeah. How do you hit on that problem? 
Let's uh, let's get in the weeds, Marquis. I love let's it. Do um, it. Let's do it's, it. It's good. Um, so okay. you can. When I said discoverable, I just meant as in a channel, uh, like it. I think Slack has public and private channels. So like a public channel in Slack, you can, uh, that's how channels work in Volley. And we don't understand why there would need to be a public or a private channel. Like that's just a group DM. Just make those as big as you want, but Slack limits them to five. Anyway, I digress. Um, you, th- j- all that all I meant by discoverable is you can find and join channels or leave them and you can kind of pare your channel list down. Right now it's search and Volley just helps you find people or conversations or channels in Volley. Um, and we are transcribing all, um, all volleys, all videos. So you can view, um, you can view a timeline that is just video and it auto plays. So you can just hit play. You've got 10 volleys, hit play, hit two X and, you know, go to work designing the thing you're doing and just like catch up on the conversation or go back or skip forward or whatever you do. Right. So it's kind of multitasking the other way in conversation, which is the interesting behavior. It's also transcribed. So you can look at the transcription view. Um, and, and we found, we, we didn't understand this at first, why we would need that. But the reason why is you're just in a place you can't view a volley. You can't, it's like, it's either a quiet place or it's a noisy place. Um, and you can't record a volley there either. So that means you can't really check volley or, or you can't catch up. So now you can go into transcript view, which shows you the transcript, which you can, you, you know, is an interactive transcript. You can like click anywhere in the transcript and it jumps into the conversation and vice versa. But now volley's okay. kind of become a shape shifter in that way. Not now search does not search the conversation yet, but we, we've got to keep some some features behind for a premium product right now the product's free we're just working like yeah. perfecting this free product and turning it into a runaway train of organic growth that's kind Perfect. of our goal that's a great uh, segue into my next question what has the iteration of the product looked like from i guess you know the start of the pandemic to now and can you tell us kind of what's on the roadmap i'd love to see just how it's evolved and what users have said about it and what, what the future kind of looks like yeah, yeah. We started as just the the team of four founders, two engineers, a designer, and a fat guy, which is me. Um, and uh, <laughs> we <laughs> we built a dog I'm food. Jump product. in here for a second. If you happen to be seeing a clip on YouTube or on social media, uh, Josh did not. Uh, no, you're you're definitely not what you just described. So oh, I'm just I gonna t- take that fat back. guy syndrome. I, I have lost 95 pounds in the last couple of years, so, uh, but I'm, I'm just eternally a fat okay. kid. So like, I'll, I'll always have those issues, those, those, those worries and fears. Right. But thank you. Oh no, man, you're, um, you're vibey. Don't, don't say that about yourself. You got the beard going <laughs> on. You got the cool glasses. Okay, you're good. Okay. Don't, good. Don't good. talk Whew. about yourself. I'm in the cool club. I could sit at the popular table now. There you oh go. man. Marquis um, said so. I don't even know what you just asked Marquis. Um, I lost it. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh, it was, History yeah. and where we're going. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, so we started the four of us. We had a dog food prototype in like six weeks that we started using just for our team communication. We yeah. launched uh, to a private beta group um, that had about 700 companies on it. Um, again, we were thinking we we're like the end of meetings as we know it. That was kind of our initial hypothesis uh, with just an iOS app. And so limited, learned very quickly, like, yeah, iOS is not enough. We knew that. So built the Android mm-hmm. app, built the desktop app, launched early last year. 
um, with, um, you know, cross-platform, but still didn't have things like spaces and channels. So spent the year kind of building those things out, working, iterating, listening to users, getting great feedback. I mean, that's the beauty of Volley is your users are on the product you're, use, you're, you're building, so you can talk directly with them, and we have communities and fan clubs and stuff. So we, we hear a lot from our users and, and get a lot of great data. Um, way better than any other. So that's what's gotten us to this point. And then the end of last year, that's when we started seeing like teams really not clicking completely, not being able to get the whole team on. Um, and also the coaching and community use cases kind of outrunning them and becoming our top spaces of like all of our top 10 lists started filling up with these use cases. And we're like, okay, maybe we're seeing something here. And that's where we started leaning more heavily into those coaching community education use cases. Um, and that's where we are. And, and, and so, uh, you know, we're, we're getting very close, I think, to declaring our major, not being teams, but more, uh, community, uh, cause I think that's the bigger opportunity. Um, because really, uh, all the other community p platforms are a posting paradigm. They're a social paradigm. So if you want to post at your community um, and that's what you want, then use Discord, use Circle, use many networks. But if you want to talk with your community, have a real conversation with real connection, there's Volley. And it's really the only thing right. in the world right now that can do that. So, so we think that's a good opportunity. Um, therefore, I think the roadmap looks, looks a lot like making our spaces in Volley, just a magical experience. And another big opportunity that I see is making video more translucent because video is a very dense medium. There's a ton of data in it. It's, it's jam-packed with context and, you know, visuals, It but it's hard to parse. It's hard to like look at a bunch of videos and see anything. So that's why transcripts, we're bringing them like into, into captions, into push notifications, uh, previews, look-aheads, those sorts of things, um, just making video more translucent, helping you see more than you could actually see in any other platform. So we think that's a big opportunity. And then a massive simplification effort, because while we've built a very, very powerful app, um, it feels powerful and it doesn't feel as simple as it should. Now, a lot of people have said, oh my gosh, this is way, way simpler than some of the other platforms I mentioned. And it is true. It is more simple than them, but I know Joe and I kind of have this ideal of just like this amazing, simple app that just feels like you're having effortless communication. And it's and frankly better than anything you're doing synchronously with any of these people anyway. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, we've got a little t-shirt design, um, which is, I like you better on 2X um, because it's kind of true. <laughs> <laughs> we we yeah. get together as a team. We have two meetings a week at Volley and every meeting I'm like, <laughs> why are you talking so slow? It feels like it's dragging on. And it kind of is weird. You start to like somebody better. They're, they're, you sound way smarter on 2X. Did you know that? <laughs> oh, man, it is so true. I mean, there isn't a thing that I watch or listen to that isn't on 2 or 3X, depending on yeah. the, the person speaking. But yeah, you're absolutely hitting on a, a really interesting point there. And um, my next question was going to be on, on integrations, because earlier you said that this would be a tool that would need to replace Slack. My question is, how are you going to do that? You know, how are you going to convince companies to get off Slack? Like we rely on it so heavily. And yeah. if if it is going to be a Slack replacement, um, and obviously that takes like a mind shift for a company, and that's a huge, huge process thing as well, because yeah. we're we're thinking about like file storage now and the searchability and and whatnot. But um, will there be an integration where 
like former video recorders or apps, would something integrate with Slack where you could create a volley and then it gets launched to Slack? Or are you just saying our way or, or no way at all or your, your, your previous way? Yeah, well, it really depends on where we declare our major. And when I say that, I'm not talking about forever. I'm talking like, you know, Amazon yeah. wasn't the everything store when they came out. They chose books to kind of build the platform, sure. get traction, right? So that's really like our killer use case where we get traction. The the vision for Volley, I think, is a lot bigger. And I think it could potentially circle back around to Teams. We've already built the Slack integration. It's kind of comical that we couldn't see this coming. But <laughs> when we launched the Slack integration, even with, with our own team, we were like, oh, um, we're just setting up a situation to turn off notifications on one and basically just kill one or the other. So you really should just pick your poison. Um, and we should have seen that coming. Some people are using it, but now that Slack, uh, clips is out, I know that's just part of their premium product. It's pretty good. You know, we, we thought they're, they'd been threatening clips for like a year and a half. And we thought, yeah, if it's as good as their video call product, maybe, Maybe there's a lot of room for volley. Maybe it's but not going to do so well. Yeah. Right. But it's their, actually their pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So, yeah, and, and it's it's pretty good. And it does really what the average workforce Zed wants is just, you know, crap a video into a Slack channel. Um, so sure. it does that. Um, but it's not, it's not conversation. It's not what we're doing mm. now, um, separated yeah. by space and time, right? So, uh, yeah, we're, we're talking about other platforms in this space. Like yesterday, I was just researching uh, Thinkific integration or other platforms, kind of what our users are, are asking us for. Yeah. And, and, you know, they're creating courses and they're like, I want the discussion to be on Volley. How can these two marry beautifully? So we're, we're thinking about that um, heavily or, mm. or other platforms like that where we can, we can show up other coaching platforms and, and maybe some productivity platforms, Zapier, Webhooks, uh, Airtable. Yeah. Those are those are coming very soon. Um, so, because we've got a lot of power users who want to like create automations and like when if somebody sends a volley, I want to send one back, and or I want to drip, you know, these volleys this week or that week. Or like, yes, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so we'll build those things in the short order, um, probably in the first half of this year. Uh, but right. th- those are how it's really killer use case first. Then second, okay, what's the ecosystem look like? How do we plug in and feel like we we bridge a really interesting gap here? Very cool. Yeah, I, I love that you have a focus on community as well. You've created another outlet for the course creators. I, I have a course mm-hmm. on, on Thinkific that's still like being worked on. It's about ready to do our pre-launch, but I created a, a Slack community where people would come to. And th- what are the yeah. other options you have? You know, you, you said mentioned Mighty Networks. That's a good option. Yeah. There's Facebook, right? But I think people are craving this community and it, it, it's hard to get people um, talking and in, 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 you know, communication o- over Slack. It's like pulling teeth a lot of times, but adding this new level um, or this new new medium to to the to the to the space I think you guys have uh, definitely hit on something that's really important. So, well, thank you for noticing that. We're, we're hearing that every day, and that's why I think that's our probably highest and best use of Volley right now. Because we're, we're hearing all the community platforms you mentioned and others, um, they're just churning. They're just turning people or they just go dormant and inactive. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, that we're hearing stats like 20 to 40% activity or engagement. Um, and, and we just launched a case study of one, one of our uh, users who created, you know, just their, their group coaching on Volley. And the, usually 40% is kind of the retention. 
and they're at a hundred percent still months in. So uh, it's just different. It's face to face, but it's flexible. And I don't know why, like our fan club, we're chatting all night about, you know, what, you know, what fast food, who, what fast food restaurant has the best fries or whatever. Why? I don't know. These are strangers. Really. I've never met these. These are just volley users. It's kind of fun. And I'm not even part of the conversation. There's something about the relationship that, and the pressure's off that feels magical. And we've, we've had, we've had companies founded from people that met on volley that, you know, we're in a space together that met and had the side conversation. Now they're, you know, just raise a bunch of money for a DeFi company or whatever. And we're like, Oh my goodness, this is cool. That's incredible. Yeah. Definitely building real community. I'm excited to jump in and take a look at it a bit further. Um, Love to know, you know, what, you're doing right now um, to keep yourself organized. You, you got a lot going on. You, you say you had four founders. I don't know if they're all still there. You got developers. Yep. You got designers. What are you guys using? You know, behind the scenes. Obviously, you're on Volley for for quick comms. But are you are you using mm-hmm. Jira? Are you guys in Basecamp or Azure? Like, where do you house all of that that information um, to to continue operating as a company? Yeah, it's a simple stack right now. Um, just because of where we're at, you know, early seed stage uh, venture funded mm-hmm. company trying to find product market fit. So speed has to be the number one goal of everything. Like the the, sure. the rate at which we can learn is the rate uh, is the potential for our success. So it's three things: it's volley for all comms, it's um, Trello to kind of manage tasks and work, and it's Google Docs for everything else we know which trello google docs work on a link system those just elegantly you know show up in volley it's easy to share links in volley so um though and and they're not integrated with each other just it's just volley works on links trello works on links docs works on links and and we just kind of flip links back and forth in between the three um trello is not as robust as we're going to need. You know, we'll, we'll need a Jira someday, but right now we just don't need high fidelity around like velocity and, and like our scrum rituals are, are like an almost, we, we've actually even wondered like, do we need a standup? We're checking in, syncing mm. up, unblocking nonstop throughout the day. I know exactly what everyone's doing. Do we actually need a standup? Is that wow. blasphemy? We're building software. Should we, would it be wrong to not have a stand-up? We don't know. So, but we still do the stand-up thing every day. You, oh, you still do. I thought you were going to say, no, we don't do them. I mean, that, that's a really interesting point. Do, do we need this meeting, right? Like we're, yeah. we're communicating all day. I can see you. I can hear you. You know, it, it's a really interesting point uh, to consider. So as we're, as we're wrapping up here, I always love to ask when it comes to you know, in this case, it's going to be your product and the problem that you're solving. But what is something that your customers or people in business, coaches, um, educators aren't considering when it comes to um, open communication, networking, and and the problem you're solving? What would you like to say to all of those folks? Well, I don't know if you'll believe me. Actually, I wrote it down. This is a quote from one of our users. I'll believe um, anything you tell me. Anything. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, because volley is the fastest way to true connection is what he said, but I, I wrote human mm. and real underneath that. Oh. It really is. Um, and, and it's, it's mind blowing how fast it is because you think, and, and how, how is volley faster than zoom? Well, when can we get on a zoom? Can we get on right now? Cause you can get on volley right now. Mm. You can send a volley right, right now and the other person can yeah. see it right now if they want to. 
Mm. But Zoom, I don't know. When did we schedule? How long ago did we schedule this podcast? A week ago? Two weeks ago? Sure. That, yeah. That's two weeks until you can talk. But on Vali, you can talk now. And, and that's why... It, it renders a lot of meetings, um, not just meetings within a team, but like meetings with other professionals unnecessary because we just said what we needed to say. We just caught up. We just, we, we just, and it was today it, and it, it wasn't, um, it was, it was in between, you know, because it's, yeah. it's flexible. It's asynchronous. Um, and I listened to you on two X and I thought for a minute and I was out on a walk and had time to think about your question and gave you a much better response than, if you caught me out of the, you know, on a zoom next week when I'm in the middle of something and, um, not really thinking about your problem. So <clears throat> that's what I'd say. It's the fastest way to a human connection. Beautiful. All do right. You it? Josh, do I believe it? <laughs> yeah. You're very convincing. You're very convincing. Oh, you. How could I, how, how could I not? Josh <laughs> little volleyapp.com. Where else can people connect with you? Join the community, see what you got going on. That's literally the best place to find me. I'm super responsive on volley and you kind of can't get out of it because you have a conversation with the team and I jump in a lot of those um, just because I love chatting with users. So volley app is the best place to go. Incredible. Josh, this is a great conversation. I'm looking forward to jumping in myself. Maybe I'll see you inside. Thanks for taking the time to be here. Appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the In Systems We Trust podcast with Marquis Murray. If you liked what you heard today, hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Don't forget to rate the episode and share it with a friend. Head over to thinkditto.com to learn more about how the team at Ditto can help your business scale by implementing the systems and processes needed to get you there.